Welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast. This is episode number 23, Long Course Training for Developmental Swimmers. My name is Jeff. I'll be your host for today. Let's get started. I am excited to be talking to you about long course training because that means summertime. And if you're involved with USA Swimming, you know that summer and spring in the United States is all about long course. Now, our facility uh, is lucky enough to have a 50-meter pool in it, so we practice at three different pools during the summer, and one of them is a 50-meter pool. Now, most of our kids get the opportunity to practice there all summer, but some of our younger ones, especially the developmental swimmers, are regulated to only being there three days a week, which is still a lot and which is a fantastic opportunity to get in the water and start swimming 50 meters. Now that can be a daunting task and it can be a difficult thing for you as a coach or a swim instructor to deal with. So we're gonna talk about some things, how we work on it in our program and what you can do in your swimming program to make the most out of long course season for your developmental training or swimming. We're going to look at our focus on distance training. How do we balance between endurance work and technique? What kind of strokes do we emphasize during this season? And which ones do we let fall to the side? Uh, we're going to talk about if there's a place for short distance skill work when 50 meter pool time is limited. And we're going to go into a bunch of different things on how to actually conduct your practices as a developmental coach for the short or uh, the long course season. So let's start on our focus on distance training. Now we go year round for our swim team and as well as our swim lessons. And initially what we're, we're not really focused on endurance to begin with. But I would say because we don't start outside until June, uh, and which when you're hearing this podcast, we're about three weeks into our summer session. Uh, I would say in an, in probably at the beginning of May or April, late April, we start actually doing uh, some serious transition in our mesocycle and our macrocycle, uh, which is the training cycles that we have. Uh, we start changing that and altering it towards a more outdoor 50 meter focus. So we start introducing longer kick sets. We start introducing longer swims. Uh, maybe for our beginning groups, we don't do just one length. Sometimes we do two lengths of swimming. And a lot of this comes from uh, in, in the form of kicking. So with a kickboard or with assist or on your back. We start really emphasizing backstroke uh, because it's a lot easier to do uh, for a longer distance. Uh, so we, we start changing the way we're doing our program to accommodate for the extended pool space. So if you're not familiar with a 50 meter pool, it can be quite long. I know the first time that you get outside and you're looking, in my case, when you're looking at that pool, you're like, wow, this is huge. How, how are these six-year-olds ever going to get from here to there? You know, they can barely do 20 yards freestyle with breathing. How are they going to do 50 meters? Yeah, but that, I mean that's what we're doing. We're here to teach them and make and get them ready for that type of swimming. Uh, so so what do we do? So initially, we up we start focusing on long distance. We know that it's coming, and we want to prepare ourselves and our swimmers uh, and get them mentally ready and physically ready for that transition to outside. 
or that transition to the long course swimming. So, so the natural question here is, well, what about technique? Do we sacrifice our skill work for endurance work? And the short answer to that is yes, we do just a little bit. Now, what you can do to kind of mitigate this, this difference in, in focus is that while you are doing your short, your long distance training, your more endurance training, you can also be focusing on your skill work. So while we'll do a lot of backstroke kicking, we'll use the flags and say, okay, well, when you get to the flags at the other side, do three strokes and then take, uh, put your hand above your head and kick until you touch the wall. So we're really practicing that backstroke turn and finish. Um, or when we're kicking, we can say, okay, you know, our focus is we're going to do head lead bounce with rotation for 10 kicks and then do another 10 kicks just regular flat. So we can work in some sort of drill work during the kicks. So we're not just saying, okay, kick and then sitting around waiting for them to finish. We're actively engaged in giving them specific things that they can do during each kick set uh, so they can you know, get a fee, focus on something other than just kicking. So we're not wasting that time doing endurance. We're actually using all the time that we have in a productive way. So we're, we, we do sacrifice a little bit of technique because we're not doing as much short distance skill work because we're doing more distance work, but we're not ignoring the skill work during those distance sets, if that makes sense. Uh, so, so yes, we're focusing more on endurance, and, and, and this, by this I mean instead of 10%, we're doing 20 to 30% of the practice is endurance. And this is for our developmental swimmers, our aerobic exercise is what I mean by endurance. So moving on, we focus primarily on freestyle and backstroke during these longer endurance sets. And that's because the... Harder to swim strokes, breaststroke and butterfly for beginners. Uh, we'd rather them do that well in short distance skill work. So the three times streamline, uh, 11, Y, eat and reach, and then a breaststroke kick instead of, okay, swim one like the breaststroke or swim a 50 breaststroke. You know, that's not going to be as productive because they're probably going to do it illegally. They probably don't have the arms down correctly or the kick down correctly so they're going to learn to do bad habits as a result of not uh, knowing how to do the stroke well so we don't want to reinforce bad habits by just saying okay do a 50 meters butterfly swim or a 50 meter breaststroke swim because it's not going to be productive for them so we're kind of focusing on what can we get the most benefit out of and that's freestyle and backstroke because they're very similar you know the, the long access strokes and by that it means uh, if you draw a line down the spine along with it, the rotation is along the spine, so the long length of the body. Uh, so we focus on the freestyle and the backstroke because we feel that we can get the most benefit of it from our endurance. And we, f we think that they can do it. It's a little bit easier to do. So the endurance work that we're doing will be a little easier technical-wise uh, to accomplish and to achieve on a swimming level from the swimmer's point of view. And as a coaching person, you know, we can we can see better easier progress with the freestyle and the backstroke for longer distances, especially for developmental swimmers. You know, if they have if we're looking at age group swimmers, which would be 
people that have a solid technical foundation of swimming, they know how to do the stroke legally and well. Then we can start looking at doing distance versions of those strokes. But we want to initially, for our developmental swimmers, our younger swimmers, focus on the freestyle and the backstroke as we transition into long course swimming. Uh, and then is there a place for the short distance skill work in the 50 meter? Or I, I'm jumping ahead here. Uh, what about breaststroke and butterfly? So we're not ignoring it entirely. I touched on this briefly, but we're limiting that to either short periods of like an IM set where we would do an individual medley set where we would do um, maybe a 75 and we would do four strokes, butterfly, kick, fly, the rest of the first 25, and then a 25 backstroke and a 25 breaststroke. Maybe we'll do that or... We'll do a butterfly backstroke set where we do a set of 50s with our developmental swimmers and we'll say, okay, you know, streamline with butterfly kick, do four strokes of butterfly, breathe on number two and four, and then kick the rest of the way butterfly, and then on the return, do backstroke. Uh, and we're limiting the amount of uh, butterfly swim because we want it done well. We don't want it done poorly and then destroying or sacrificing the rest of the swim because they're exhausted from their poor, um, uh, their poor technique. So we're, we're working just on shorter distance of breaststroke and butterfly, uh, especially at this point. When we get back into the fall and short course season, which is the 25-yard season, uh, short course yards, we can start emphasizing the breaststroke and butterfly a little more because they're shorter distance and distances and they're easier to do well for shorter distances. And they require a lot of precision body motions. And if you don't know them or if you're not familiar with them, it's not as easy to do. Uh, so we're not neglecting breaststroke and butterfly. We're just putting that into the short distance skill work, which is three times streamline, two 11Y eat and reaches, uh, and and then go back and do it again. Or streamline with butterfly kick and then do two fly strokes on the surface, uh, but make sure the arms stay straight. And it's okay if doing the butterfly arm, your body moves backwards because you don't get your hands out of the water completely. That's okay. So that, that's what I mean by short distance skill work. Uh, and, and there's a place for that uh, in which is a good segue into the next thing here is, is there a place for short distance skill work when 50 meter pool time is limited? My answer that, to that is absolutely yes. Uh, I don't think there's anything more productive than repetitive targeted actions. So do something specific and you're going to get specific feedback on what you just did from the coach. So every you do it three times, you're going to do it three chances and the coach is going to tell you something positive and something negative three times. You don't get better than that when it comes to training and learning. Uh, so you absolutely, there's a place for it. Now you got to do it intelligently. I mean, you don't want to be spending 30 minutes in a long course pool only using the shallow and the first five yards. You know, that's not what I'm saying here. Is there's a place for it, but it shouldn't dominate your practice at this point with long course, even with your developmental swimmers. You know, you have that opportunity and that limited opportunity to take advantage of this longer swimming, and you need to make use of it. Uh, you know, it's going to be a struggle at first, uh, but you want to do things, you know, with thought and with precision. And we're going to get into some of that on how to do that in a little bit. So there is a place for that short distance skill work. 
Uh, don't negate it just because you are in the long course pool. And you may be sharing the pool with the age group swimmers, and that coach might be looking at you saying, you know, what are you doing in the shallow end? You got this whole pool that's being unused. You know, do something do something with it or, or split up into groups and rotate. Uh, I'll go into that in a little bit. So we'll, we'll talk about the options in a few minutes. Um, so just going back into this, like, what, how do we get ready for long course? Uh, is there an acceptable amount of kicking? Uh, should you do any kicking at all? Now, if you're involved with the high-intensity interval training or the race pace training and you don't believe in kicking, uh, I think you're a fool. You know, I'm going to say that right now. I think uh, you don't know what you're talking about, and you shouldn't be coaching if that's what you think. Uh, kicking is an integral part of swimming, and I'm not saying that you're a fool if you follow high-intensity interval training or, or race pace training. I'm saying you are if you don't believe in kicking. Now, kicking is you know half of the stroke. It moves your body, and, and it's the lower half of your body, and it's a total important part of swimming. Uh is it easy to just do, oh, we're going to do a thousand yard kick set? You know, I don't think there's a place for that either. Uh, so I think there's a medium in between. You want to do a mix of kick and swim in an integrated fashion to get the most out of it. You know, we use with developmental swimmers, we use kicking to, uh, and kick sets inside kicks, uh, inside sets, uh, to emphasize the kick. You know, we'll do a swimming with fins and then take the fins off and do a kick, you know, 50 yards. And you'll, you'll never see better kickers in those first five yards. And, and we want our swimmers to get the feel for it. We want them to experience that fast, awesome kick, whether they're aware of it or not. And, you know, taking the fins off is a great way of tricking them into kicking fast and well. Uh, because they're used to that speed and they're used to that motion and then they take the fins off they do it and they're like oh this is amazing but it's really hard and maybe the next time we do this they're going to go a little further with that strong kick so so we have so we want to use kicking in our in our training here for long course as a way to uh, as a part of this endurance building as a part of reinforcing the, a good quality swim we're not just doing okay you're going to do 500 meters of kicking today you might be doing that as a part of a 15 meter 1500 meter set but you're not doing it just straight 500 meters uh, we always want to mix it up uh, so one of the things that we can do with our beginners is we can do uh, yeah, i'm sorry i'm jumping ahead of here again uh, so once we get into the outdoor pools and once we have prepared our swimmers for the 50 meter pool what are we going to do with them what are we going to do when we're actually in the water uh, so uh, we're going to take a look at how many kids we have at practice that day and and, and we're going to write out a, a practice obviously but once we're at practice how many do we have that day can we split up into three groups uh, so one at the shallow end one at the deeper end and at the ends of the pool where the walls are and the flags and then can we put a group in the middle and have them do a like a 25 yard set while we're waiting so starting at the yellow uh, or the the 40 or and then swimming about most of the, the majority of the length of the pool maybe flags to flags and doing a set while the short distance skill work on each side goes and we can have three stations where we rotate through is that something we can do so we can maximize the space what I mean by that is we have 
the shallow end of the pool with the flags, we'll be doing breaststroke, short distance skill work. Maybe we'll do streamline two 11 Y Eaton reaches and then do that three times. And then we'll do three times streamline one 11 Y eat and breathe and then reach and then a breaststroke kick. So one arm stroke with the breath and then a breaststroke kick and then repeat. And then we'll maybe we'll do that three times. And while that's happening in the middle of the pool, we'll do a uh, backstroke kick halfway, freestyle swim halfway, 25s. I say that with air quotes, quotes, and we're just going one length from flag to flag. And then back, we're going to do um, backstroke kick freestyle drill, you know, maybe one arm only or headly bounce with rotation halfway. Uh, so then they're, they're doing a set of swimming that's actually more endurance-based as their station. And then the deep end flags from the wall to the flags will do um, underwater breaststroke pullouts or we'll do butterfly arms so streamline with no kick and two fly strokes and then streamline with one kick on the second fly stroke right at the end and then streamline with two strokes and two kicks one at the end of each stroke so we can kind of progress through our our, our progressions of, uh, of, of swimming strokes here. So we can utilize the whole pool if we want, if we have enough people to break up into groups or, uh, you know, and then we can get our endurance work in. We can get in long course, you know, they're missing out on 10 yards, but in a 50 meter pool, that's not a significant amount of missing out. They're still getting the experience of swimming most of that pool in that middle group. And then we rotate through each one. So you would need three coaches for this. Uh, so you would have one at the shallow, one in the middle and one at the end and say every seven minutes you rotate. And then each kid or each swimmer gets the opportunity to go through each group. And that's one way that we can do the long course training. Uh, another one is we can, um, as a group, we'll do a lot of 50s, so one lengths. We can break up the 50s into half lengths. So we're going to start with a 100 IM kick, but we're just going to do 25 butterfly kick and then hold up and wait for your lane to finish there. And then I'm going to talk a little bit. Okay, and then once we finish that 25 half a length of butterfly kick, we'll do the other half backstroke kick. So we can kind of gradually move into these longer uh, sets. So instead of just straight saying, okay, time for a 50 freestyle, we'll actually say, okay, we're going to go halfway. Well, why aren't we going to go the whole way? Well, because it's really far. You know, so we can build up to that. Let's take a moment to go over what we have offered at our website, swimminglessonsideas.com. Now, our website is primarily focused on swim lessons. And we offer swim lesson plans for swim lessons. So we also offer these visual swim skill sheets, which are really, really useful for both swim lessons and swim teams. Now we use the visual swim skill sheets in our group. So we have them posted and we talk about how you need to do the three things for streamline and they can see the swimmers can see on the visual swim skill sheets the actual pictures of what does locking your thumb look like. And they always want to say lock your thumbs, as in you want to lock both of them, but you're only really locking one of them in because it's wrapping around the, the hand that's underneath it. And that's what we mean by locking the thumb. And you can see that pretty clearly in the picture on the visual swim skill sheet. Uh, and, just like posi and also position 11. So we do a lot of position 11 because it's very difficult and it's an excellent drill, and we do a lot of it every day. 
by a lot I mean we do two 25s at the beginning of every practice for all of our groups. Uh, and that's so that's what I mean by a lot. It happens frequently for the beginning of practice. And we do it because every stroke travels through position 11. <clears throat> so we want to make sure that the swimmers know what it is and are comfortable maintaining that position for a brief amount of time. So that that skill sheet is invaluable because it shows very clearly on that visual skill sheet what position looks like on in the water and what it looks like uh, on deck. So arms above the head, uh, squeezed ears, even though it's not explicitly stated in the, one of the three things, but the arms do press against the head, almost like streamline. Um, the body should stay flat on the surface. The head should look be looking down. And we have these things on these skill sheets so they can both read the descriptions, they can read the key points, and they can see the pictures. They can connect it. Okay, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like instead of just describing it. So those are available for you on our swim uh, on our website, swimminglessonsideas.com. And it's those start uh, visual swim skill sheets are in the Swim Lesson Starter Kit, which is $17.99. Uh, and they're in the Swimming Lessons Ideas Complete Lesson Program. Uh, and in that program, you can get the Adobe Illustrator files. So if you want to change the name of the sheets to your own branded awesome swim team, you can do that. So if you want to call yourself the Woodvale Aquatic Club swim team, you can brand that on those lesson plans. So you don't need to do any work of creating your own. You can just edit that out and write your own on there. That's $140 on the swimminglessonsideas.com website. All right, so let's move on to the specific steps we take uh, during our long course training with the developmental swimmers. And this is kind of a general outline for the summer. Uh, we have about eight weeks that we can work with. And during those eight weeks, we definitely put more emphasis on freestyle and backstroke, and particularly a long bodied line. So we've talked about uh, posture, line, balance pretty briefly throughout our podcast here. Uh, but we're, we also want to focus on that long body line when we're talking about freestyle and backstroke during long course season. So we really want to focus on that long extension and getting that full height and reach uh, because that's going to make swimming a little bit easier in the 50-meter pool. We do additional kick sets because having that strong kick is going to increase our endurance and our aerobic base, which is the uh, baseline ability of our bodies to aerobically act. And for younger swimmers, they don't have as they don't have an anaerobic system, which is a or a, uh, what is it a, a hypo. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to say it wrong, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, so they don't have that ability to work overwork themselves. Uh, and still benefit from it. So we need to build an, an aerobic base. We can't just expect them to go all out and then continue swimming at their peak performance for a short duration after their aerobic ability has exhausted itself. <clears throat> With our younger swimmers, we actually need to build up to that gradually over time. So I went into this at the beginning of the podcast about how we introduce more kicking as an aerobic uh, component. And we're going to continue that during the outdoor season, the 50-meter the season. 
Uh, so we do a lot of additional kick sets. Uh, we also have a strong focus on the glide and the long reach and breaststroke. So we want to emphasize the breaststroke kick. So make the most of the kick to get that full reach. And if it's a little bit longer than it should be at this point for our developmental swimmers, that's absolutely okay and in fact encouraged. You know, we want them to know that it, it's 50 meters, it's a long way. And we want to see good quality technique over short, choppy, you know, eventually it looks like it's fast, but it's actually slow breaststroke. We're going to have a decrease in our butterfly arm stroke work. Uh, so we're going to, you know, we're going to work on it a little bit, but we're, instead we're going to focus on the fly kick. And that's important because it's using the whole core, the torso, the, the, the chest, the, the core, the, the abs, the stomach, the hips, and the legs. And we're really going to focus on that because if they have a strong fly kick component, if they have a strong core, getting down the pool in 50 meters doing butterfly is going to be so much easier. If they just know how to do the arms, they're going to tire out within the first 20 yards, 20 meters. And then that the rest of that 50 fly is going to be ugly. And you're going to be, oh my gosh, why did I put this kid in this event? So we don't want to do that because it's not effective swimming. What we want to do instead is make sure that we have a strong fly kick so that when we, if they are ready for that 50 fly, they're able to continue that kick going and hopefully get their arms straight as they come around consistently over the course of 50 meters. And, and really, that's, that's the bulk of it. You know, it's, there's no science or, or, well, there is, but there's no secret to this. It's, you know, work on freestyle and backstroke, get that long body line, introduce more kicking, uh, to create that aerobic base. And I'm not talking about wasteful kicking sets where you're just having them kick, you know, for 20 minutes without instruction. You know, this, build it into your, your workout. Build it into your instruction. Make it a key component. Make that aerobic portion of your practice more overall, not all at once. Spread it out. Uh, focus on the glide on breaststroke decrease your emphasis on the power of the butterfly arms and emphasize the fly kick and the core and really establish that. And we're still going to continue with about half our time doing short distance skill work, uh, but we're going to lean more towards an endurance-based training and an endurance-based instruction. So instead of just doing short distances, we're, we're going to give more, as we would maybe a more advanced group, we're going to give them a more a stronger uh, focus on, on a particular skill during a longer set. I, I want to know what your thoughts are. What do you do for your developmental swimmers and long course season? How do you get them ready for 50 meters of swimming at a swim meet or a two-day swim meet outside uh, where they might be doing 100 meters? You know, How do you prepare your developmental swimmers? I'm talking your 5, 6, 7, 8-year-olds, maybe your 9 and 10-year-olds too. How do you get them ready for long course swimming? Give me a call or send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com or connect with me on Twitter at swimmingideas. I would definitely love to hear about your program and what you do. And you can send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. That's J-S-W-I-M at swimminglessonsideas.com. Or you can connect with me on Twitter at swimmingideas. Uh, I would 
really love to hear from you. And I want to thank you for listening. You know, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen and learn about swimming and swim lessons. You know, it's an underserved area, and I wish there were more people that were talking about swim lessons and how to actually teach it instead of um, the terrible, terrible training that I've had recently. And I, I just can't get over how awful it was. Uh, just to give you an example, we spent two hours, and this is all adults, we spent two hours standing in the deep end of a pool, about five feet, listening to someone read off a sheet. You heard me correctly. They just stood there and listened and read off the sheet while we stood around freezing, doing nothing. It was a it was it was awful. So if you want to know how not to teach a class, that's that's what you do. Don't make it worth a while of your participants. Uh, so okay, that was a tangent. And I apologize, but thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, definitely connect with me if you liked anything about this, and if you did like anything please give me a positive comment and review on iTunes. Uh, you may or may not use iTunes, uh, but if you do, please uh, give us a positive or negative review. Really, any review is uh, ideal. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon.